Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. I want to say that, um, that this coming weekend is a special weekend. Uh, we have, and our Saturday at 7 p.m., we're having a, um, a few baby dedications on that service. And also in the 8.30 service, there's a baby dedication as well. In our 10.30 service, there is, we are installing um, our youth pastor, Brother Cody, uh, up to grave. He's going to become our assistant pastor. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Aren't we thankful for that? We have postponed it several months due to, due to COVID-19 restrictions and unable to have everyone in the sanctuary at the same time. So we decided to go ahead and go forth with this into our 1030, which is our really main service, more of our, uh, you know, closer to the normal time. And so if you are not attending, please tune in by way of the web uh, on um, live stream and, and be prayerful for him. If you can, we're asking you to get cards for them, for Pastor and uh, Sister uh, Lauren together. And if you want to give uh, toward the gift that we are giving them, you can just earmark that on an envelope, as we said in the message that went out to everybody. And I think there was a, some thought process that it was a surprise that he's going to be, uh, uh, become the assistant pastor. It's no surprise. And but we do. We have something special for them that we want to give to them. And so we are asking that you can give toward that. And so just by putting that in an envelope and giving toward that through the, through the office would be great. But a, a good card with a, um, a good card with a note in that of appreciation. And I know they have blessed us, all of us, with their ministry. Why don't we thank God for them right now? Amen. So we are going to be praying over them. Our associate pastors and our and our elders, um, brother Mark Melik is going to be able to be here this Sunday, which we're thankful. And uh, brother Nehemiah Gators, our other associate pastor, of course, our elders are going to be praying over them in the name of the Lord, and to take on a stronger role role here at the church. And we're so thankful what the Lord's doing at the anchor churches. Amen. We are about to. Uh, we're working on it right now, and we are looking at building a, a new building in Guatemala and another city that needs a building. Due to your giving and Kashokton's giving, those combined together with our, we are going to be able to build a brand new building in one of those village cities. Amen. Brand new. Praise God. And so you'll hear more about that in our Mission Sunday service when we talk about that the 1st of October. Uh, and it's just exciting what's going on. We have the anchor in South, South uh, Asia and uh, Southeast Asia. And what God is doing there has just been astronomical. Brother Barsati said it is greater than ever before. People are being baptized, being filled with the Holy Ghost. People are being discipled. They're in Bible college. It's amazing. <laughs> Sister Zion is... We were able to help them. And, you know, transportation in these places is very key. Just like we've learned that. And Brother Jones, you know that we've learned that with motorcycles and things like that, trying to get the gospel. you got to get people, the gospel to the people. 
And uh, we were able to uh, get a scooter so Sister Zion can take the gospel. And she's taking it to young people and teaching Bible studies to them. And there's a whole youth group now. Sister Zion, oh, I think we ought to stand and clap our hands and thank God what he's doing around the world. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Amen. And so just keep giving. Remain standing. Just keep giving. Uh, you, can, you can give, obviously, with a check. You can give online. Uh, there's text to give. There's ways to give. And thank you for the way you've been giving. We're not receiving an offering tonight, but uh, just keep giving. Amen. The Lord's blessing. Um, we're thankful for that. It's going to be a powerful weekend this, this weekend. I, um, I do, I do want to say that I'm so thankful for the anchor and the way you respond to all the decisions we've had to make behind the scenes. And we understand that you're following the protocols which we set up. So some, what I mean is there's some Wednesdays we haven't had church in-house. And you all watch online. And there's been Sundays that we didn't have for a period of time. We didn't have church. We had a drive-in Sunday and split it up and everybody showed up. Our numbers are increasing. and Man, it's just been back and forth. What are we doing? But no matter, we have tried to communicate with excellence. And we tried our best to let you know what the next move was, whether it's phase one, phase two, when we're having virtual, when we're going back in body. But no matter what we've done, you've been faithful. You have been there. And I want to say as your pastor, I'm so thankful for the way you pray, the way you attend. It doesn't matter when it is. You all want to be at the house of God. I know that. Aren't we thankful to be back in the house of God? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, I want us to lift our hands. And I want us to ask the Lord to speak to our spirit tonight. I really do. I, I want you to say, God, I want my heart to be open to the teaching, the preaching of the word of the Lord tonight. I want my spirit to be a sponge. I want my mind to receive instruction from the word Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is moving right now, isn't he? Amen. 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 Our preacher tonight is our associate pastor, Brother Nehemiah Gators. He is a, probably you'll never find in the world a more pure soul than him. There's no, there's no guile found in him. Uh, he's transparent. He's, his heart is toward the Lord. He embraces holiness. He walks with God. You can, and he also drinks a lot of coffee. And makes great popcorn. Amen. Yesterday we were, just, just remain standing. Brother, Brother Gators, go ahead and come on. But yesterday we were meeting with an architect to finalize, try to get some details on the building that we have in McConnellsville. Uh, they are down there having church in a, in a building that is not pretty. We bought the property, not the building. We're in the building. And uh, people aren't coming to church because it looks good. I told the architect yesterday, I said, we've got to, you know, we've got to work on the aesthetics. He just started laughing, you know. He thought that was so funny because it doesn't look good. It needs some, it needs, it needs some, we're just trying to get it structurally sound and all the things with the extensions we're going to do on the additions. But every time you go there, there is a powerful touch of God. 
They are. They're social distancing, but they're about maxed out in there under those limitations. Every Thursday night, there is a move of God. In October, we're going to be having a revival there with Brother Bobby Wade for a few days. And uh, it's going to be exciting what the Lord's going to do in that congregation. A prophet's coming. Amen. And so we want the church, we realize you can't all go. And, and it would be best if you're not on the team and you're not a member there to not be there so there wouldn't be any limitations. But they've got, he can tell you whatever he wants to tell you about that. But he is carrying authority in Morgan County. Lives are being touched. I drove down there yesterday. Come on, get a little closer. I got I to gotta stop talking here. Um, but it's good that you all know what's going on. It's, I preached years before it ever happened, but it's bigger than Zanesville. How I many know it's bigger than Zanesville? It's bigger than the U.S. Can you say amen? Yesterday we pulled in, Brother Sharp, Sister Sharp, we pulled in, and Chuck Bell, Elder Chuck Bell, was sitting in a chair with a sign that said, uh, If you need prayer, if you would like prayer, stop here. And I looked, and here came cars pulling in. And he'd walk up to the window and start praying. You know what? People are hungry for this. People are looking for God. Amen. We love you. He's a disciple maker. He's a soul winner. He's a man of prayer. He's a great husband, a great father. We're so glad he's a part of this church. Would you welcome Brother Nehemiah as he preaches the word of God? Come on, let's give that unto the Lord tonight. Come on, let's give him some glory. Come on, all the glory and honor. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Aren't you thankful for the leadership in this church? Let's clap our hands unto the Lord for the gift that he's given us of our pastor, our team, the ministers, the elders. Just wonderful, just wonderful. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, thank you for loving me and my family. Pastor, thank you for allowing me to stand behind this great pulpit. I do not take it lightly. Let's go to the word of the Lord. Luke chapter 23, just one scripture. Lord. Mm. Somebody respond to the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Spirit. Come on, we just entered another dimension just now. Thank you for the touch of God. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 46. And when you have it, just say amen. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. So let's read that as a family on the count of three if we can. One, two, and three. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Can you say amen? May the Lord add a blessing and understanding to the reading of his word.
on tonight. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank God for his anointing that is very evident in this room tonight. Amen. Um, before I came here tonight, the Lord just meditating upon the name of the Lord. And uh, he wanted me to tell somebody before I get into actually the message um, that don't allow the end time spirits turn you against God. The end time voices to try to get you to think that God doesn't have any more power or strength. That's a lie. God is a God of order and timing. We can't force the hand of God. Can you say amen? And so he's still going to do what he said he's going to do. He will save. The scripture says in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Can you say amen? amen. And nothing can stop that. I said nothing can stop that. Come on, I think we need to stand and clap our hands unto the Lord for that promise. Come on, nothing can stop that. Nothing can stop that promise. Don't allow any voice to get you against God in any way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You can be seated, God. The Lord is going to do what he said he's going to do. His glory will fill all the earth. This scripture um, the Lord brought to me in prayer and in devotion and just seeking the Lord and couldn't get it out of my spirit. I mean, it just... It just arrested my heart. And there's a verse in Psalms 31.5, if you want to throw that up there, please. Psalms 31.5. It says, into thy hand I commit my spirit. That word commend in the New Testament as well. It means commit or to place or to trust, or to set before the Lord my spirit, my life, everything. And see, that's, that's the product of when God grants us repentance is that, because we can't repent on our own, that's a gift from God. No one can come to the God unless, it's, unless the spirit begins to draw that person. So if God's drawing you to repentance, to be saved, or anything that has to do with the things of God, it would be very wise not to resist that, but to give in to God, because God's intention is to bless you, is to help you, is to heal you, is to strengthen you. Amen. But that word commit jumped out at me. And in society today, there's hardly ever a picture, unless you're in the house of the Lord, of what commitment looks like. I mean, the world has done, I, I would say this not to exalt anything of the world, but the spirit behind it 
uh, a marvelous job to set in place everything from movies to entertainment to what have you um, to take your heart from God to weaken you to make you just like any other person but we're not called to be like anybody else that's not arrogant that's knowledge that's the word of the Lord we are a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people not not weird but we are holy we are set apart I, I mean it's it's confident to say in God in the fear of the Lord that I am anointed you're anointed you have an unction of the Holy One it says in the New Testament you have an anointing in your life can you say man the devil can't take it away unless you give it to him and this hour I wouldn't give anything away that God gave me my testimony my fear my relationships come on somebody my worship my praise my prayer life my access to God see that's that's a powerful thing when you know you when you when you know and understand but you realize you have access to God the devil cannot stop this end-time revival Hold on. if you understand what God's doing God is preparing the soil God is preparing the earth God is preparing his people to handle the great harvest and in prayer today pastor God spoke to me the repentance that God is leading his body into is unto God not unto the earth because the earth will yield its harvest if we humble ourselves and pray and seek his face the harvest doesn't come without a searching of myself unto the Lord first because he is not going to give his glory to anybody else God has rested his spirit upon his church and that's a powerful thing no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper I'm going to say it again no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up to condemn you, to speak against your anointing, to speak against your church, to speak against uh, everything that God's doing, it's a lie. Don't take that lie. We, don't take the lie. I can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh within you. There's a power working in you. That's why when you're baptized in Jesus' name, you enter covenant. You are baptized into his name. When he gave you the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, his name came in you. You are not like you used to be. You'll never feel good about sinning. That's why when you backslide, if you're, whatever the backslide, God forbid, if you're in a bar, a nightclub, or somewhere else, that still small voice is haunting you because you wasn't meant to be addicted. You wasn't meant to be cursed. You was meant to be blessed. Somebody's going to believe that tonight. You were meant to be blessed by the hand of Almighty God. Come on, if you believe that, give God some glory tonight. Come on, give him some glory. Come on, give him glory another time. The, and the earth will yield the harvest, but we got to get right. 
There's some things changing, that things are shifting, things are, are coming into to, to focus, to view. And you're going to miss it if you don't have an altar. You're going to miss it if you're not eating this book. When I was in Africa, man, some places would give their right arm for something like this. God forbid that it would lay and collect dust. Can you say amen? He said, Father, into your hands. Notice it didn't say hand. It said hands. When Jesus died on the cross, he gave up the ghost or his spirit. You couldn't kill God if you wanted to. He said, you don't take my life from me, I give it to you. Man, it's powerful. He said, I give you. He said, I give my life. You don't take it from me. The flesh of God died. You, could, you can't kill God. He gave up the ghost. He said, into your hands, I commit my spirit. When he died in, in the day of Pentecost, he poured out his spirit. He laid down that body, and then he picked up another body, which was the church. There's a lot of hands up in here. Clean hand, dirty hands. If I had Parker, he might have a booger under his fingernail or something. All kind of different hands. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but their hands God made. We are the body. We are the church. Just make you real happy. Because you ain't destined for hell. Come on, there's a heaven to gain. That should never get old in the church. There's a heaven to gain. We're going to go home someday. What a, we, what a reward. What a reward. That's an auto call right there. Thank God for heaven. Oh, my goodness. Thank God for heaven. No more tears. No more crying. Everybody's going to lay the crown at Jesus. Into thy hands I commend or I commit or I trust my spirit. It's one thing for me to Go to the house of God. But it's another thing for me to enter in to the house of God. Knowing in that service or whatever service that we are in. It's all right, Pastor Mar. Service that we are ever that we are in. It's going to be life-changing. You, you, can't, you can't afford to let the devil dummy down God. I say that respectfully. There's people still getting saved all over the world. They are everywhere. Talking in tongues. Uh, 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 hopefully every, everything follows through. We go, we're supposed to baptize two tomorrow night in McConnellsville. <laughs> to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Come on, somebody. This is the greatest hour. Come on. Come on. It's the greatest hour. Woo! Hallelujah. Come on in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There were seven words while Jesus was on the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. 
to the one man. He said, truly, you'll be with me in paradise. And woman, this is your son. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He said, and then he said, I thirst. He said, it is finished. And after he said, it is finished, into your hands I commit my spirit. And that right there, I feel so strongly. Listen, listen. I feel so strongly. That's the prayer he's leading us to. See, the apostles experienced things because they gave everything to Jesus. Now, see, that's foreign in some ears, but it's not foreign in this church. It's not that we have not heard it. It's not that we have not heard it, but it's the wrestling of surrendering to it. While he was dying, he gave up the ghost. While he was dying, there was commitment. While he was in pain, there was a prayer of commitment. While he was being mocked, there was commitment. While he was being spit upon, there was commitment. While they pierced his side, there was commitment. There was nothing that could have took him down from the cross. And the carnal religious people were screaming at him. He said, hey, if you're gone, you, you're, you know, you rose Lazarus from the dead. You did all this kind of stuff. But he said, why don't you save yourself and come down off that cross? You can't even save yourself. But the cry of the believer is, I don't want to save myself. I come to give myself. Now there are signs, wonders, and miracles. And powerful manifestations, if you will. And witnesses of the Holy Ghost. When we commit. Listen, it's something to be near Jesus, Brother Zion. But it's another level when you say, I'm giving you everything. I'm not holding back nothing, nothing from you, Lord. I give you my family. I give you my money. I give you my emotions. I give you my future. I give you my hobby. I give you my job. I give you everything. Notice the words that I'm using, everything. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. That's everything. That's what we struggle at. We can have good church. We can have good preaching. And we can feel the presence of Almighty God. But when it comes to the heart, when it comes to the heart, and God says, now this is what I'm after. I'm after you. I'm after you not to hurt you, not to wound you. But I have covenant with you. And there's a place in the spirit that I'm trying to bring you. And if you wouldn't resist me, it would be yours. Never the will of God to drink out of a half-empty cup. And God is not a respecter of persons, but he's a respecter of choices. Come on, somebody. When you come to church and hear the word of God, and some of you, maybe not all of you, but some of you are wrestling. What if I do? What if I do what pastor said? What if I do pray? What if I, what if I do fast? What if I just, just go all the way with God? What if I just turn my heart from, 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 from my job and everything like that, not to give it up to all of me, but to say, God, if you want to steer in a different direction, I'm going to be sensitive to that. It's just all right. I want everything God has for me. 
And listen, when the man of God walks up to you and says, there's a preacher inside of you, you better believe it. When he, when he walks up to you, the man of God, is a voice that you trust in leadership or something in this church that this man has laid honor upon, you better take it to the bank. The reason why it might not be happening might not have been that full commitment yet. And that's the prayer. I'm tired of coming to church and playing games. There's nothing wrong with the preacher. We got the best preachers in the UPCI. We do, we do. We got the best preachers, man. I mean on fire. Anointed of God. Come on, somebody. Come on, they're full of passion and fire. Come on. We got the best preaching. We got great worship. We got great presence of God. But I can't have a Pentecost. I can't have 3,000 in one day. I can't have it unless I commit. Say, God, I want to fill you in prayer. But I want to use you in the open and you tripping about it. Every gift that you have is not yours. It belongs to God. To edify the body, to win the lost. We need to understand that as a church. Everybody in here is gifted. Everybody in here has a, a place of influence that God has given you. I hope I'm making sense. But there's more. There's more. We're not to settle for religion, but a relationship with God. In my mind, I'm ready to, I'm going to baptize judges in McConnellsville. I'm not even saying that for a hand clap. I just believe it. I'm going to baptize judges in McConnellsville, policemen and everything. See, we need not think on a small scale. <laughs> aren't, aren't, aren't you tired? And I, I listen, I, you, we love each other. Aren't, aren't you tired of thinking on a small scale? And some of you, I'm going to come right where you are. You read the book of Acts and you hear good preaching. And some of you like, listen, here's a word for you. Here's a prophetic word for you. Some of you like, where's it at? Why didn't it happen? Well, it's in you. It's not in your neighbor. I put it in you. And if you would just come to the altar, not because you just feel me and, 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 and not even, not everybody, even emotional fix or whatever, but you come to the altar and commit to God. You watch exactly what happens in your life. You watch exactly what happens in your prayer life. You watch exactly what happens when you read the word of Almighty God because there's a commitment into your hands, God, into the church. I commend my spirit. I commit my spirit. And there's a great unity of God in this room. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. But there's terms for God to give us just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Into your hands, Lord. I commend my spirit. I'm, not, I'm, tired, I'm tired of putting a mask on when I come to the house of God and, 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 and just trying to cover up, thinking that everything's okay. You know it, everything ain't okay. You know God's requiring more out of you. You know your anointing is not, is not at peace where you're at right now because God has more for you. 
God has more for you. God wants to give you more of himself. Can you say amen, hallelujah, to the Lamb of Almighty God? When they come in with blind eyes, they're going to open. Come on, I want you to clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, I want you to give God some glory. Come on, give God some glory right now. Come on, this word is helping us tonight. Come on, in Jesus' name. God, I'm going to commit to you, Lord. I'm giving you everything, oh God. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I want you to lift your hands and pray all across the building. Come on, I'm almost done. Come on, we got the message tonight. Hallelujah. Woo! Not everybody, but some of us are at the seventh seventh prayer, seventh utterance. Because when he said, if you follow me, pick up your cross. You study the cross, there's some things that happen on the cross. Everybody's profitable under the sound of my voice. Everybody. Doesn't matter age, color, whatever. It don't matter. Everybody. Everybody. Aren't you tired of just coming and leaving and sitting on the couch? The what if ministry. <laughs> what might be if there ain't no signs, wonders, and miracles. I ain't seeing enough this, that, and the other. And ain't no greater miracle than in Acts 2.38 up on somebody's life. Repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, the infilling of the Holy Ghost. But there's other, there's other things that God is, is, man, that only comes through with commitment. Commitment. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. I give you everything, Lord. I come to, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of fighting the call. I'm tired of fighting the call. You're going to be miserable. You might as well give in to it because he didn't call you because you could. He calls you because you can't and he's going to do it through you, in and through you. Come on, somebody. Come on, if we could do this, we wouldn't need a savior. I need a savior. We need a savior. Come on, in Jesus' name. But it's your hands. It's your hands that will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. It's your message that's going to preach somebody out of hell. It's your teaching that's going to ground somebody in the love of God, in the apostolic doctrine, in Jesus' name, that they'll never leave. It's in you. But you got to believe God more than you believe yourself. Or you grow tired and weary. I, 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 I see it, I see it, Bishop. Not, and I'm not trying to be mystic, but I see it. I see like, I see like dirt, and it's coming up through dirt, those gifts, those, those, but, but you got to break up the fallow ground. There's some, there's some places you're not surrendering, and you know it's right before God, and you're resisting it. It's just that simple. God's not mad at you. He's been speaking to you. He just keeps speaking to you. 
just real gentle, just speaking to you. Come on. Come on, just give up. <laughs> just give up. You're not going to be perfect. I'm going to perfect you by your willingness. Just give up. I don't want to lay, and pastor says it all the time, I don't want to lay on my deathbed. The Lord tarries with regret. do it do you I think we need to stand all across the building the Holy Ghost is here the Lord has spoken to our hearts tonight he's spoken to our hearts tonight That's going to be our altar call tonight. Into your hands. I commend my spirit. Your brother's not against you. Your sister's not against you. That's the life of the devil. And guys, God, hold your hands like this. He's going to use these hands to bless one another in the church. Into your hands. I see it like just falling back. I ain't gonna fall on this, but you just falling back. Whew. I ask you, are you ready? This altar's over. We're gonna practice social distancing. Bishop, is there something? That's what I feel into your hands. Listen, from your time, your talent, your treasure. Not, not, listen, not, 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 not picking and choosing where you lay the gift. But you say, Jesus, I'll go where you want me to go. <laughs> I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say in this weak, feeble, sometimes scared vessel. When I'm in Walmart, if I get scared, I'm still going to speak because I laid myself at the altar. I made a commitment. Some of you are responding to the Lord. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. There's grace in here. Pride comes from us, not God, but there's grace in this house. Grace. 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 <laughs> Come on, we need to worship across this building. Come on. Into your hands. You need to pray that prayer. I commend my spirit. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.